thanks for your time today. Hey, absolutely. Happy holidays, guys. Uh, it is. It feels like a holiday, doesn't it? Yeah, I, I'm actually surprised anybody had to go to work today. I feel like that should be a statewide holiday. You know, I'm with you. You ought to work on that. We, we, we and I tell you, your partner tonight, uh, uh, later on this evening on on the uh, scoreboard show, we, we we were visiting with Craig Way on the drive up today, and and you know he he didn't even bring up that today was a holiday. So you're gonna have to you're gonna have to address that with him tonight. Yeah, I'll, I'll make sure that I put a bug in his ear because we can use his support. Uh, he's got that political clout. He's an Austin guy. You know, he can throw his weight around down there. We can get this thing done. <laughs> Greg, let's talk about some of the big games, and uh, l- let's start with the game that uh, you guys are going to have on your air, Colleyville Heritage and Grapevine. You know, I, and I don't know if, if one of them had to get on a plane and fly to the, you know, <laughs> what what is it, four miles maybe? Yeah, it's it's pretty. It's a, it's a local rivalry, of course, in, in the DFW Metroplex. When you're talking about the Battle of the Red Rail, Colleyville Heritage and Grapevine, and it figures to be a really fun matchup. You know, these are two teams that I think are really explosive, and, and I would be pretty surprised if this is a low-scoring affair. I think you're going to see some points in this game. You know, Colleyville Heritage co- coached by former uh, Manville coach Kirk Martin, and and these this team that he's got kind of looks like one of those Manville teams that he had. Maybe not as explosive, but they're going to hit some big plays. They're going to take some deep shots, and I would not be surprised to see them line of the scoreboard. Grapevine's a really interesting team. I'm very intrigued by what they've got up front. They're very, they're very stout up front, uh, especially on the defensive side. And then they got a bunch of little water bugs out there. Guys like Caleb Tejada uh, out there wide, Parker Polk. Guys who get out in space, they make one guy miss, and zoom, they're gone. So I think we're going to be in for some big plays uh, live on Valley Sports Southwest tonight. I think it's going to be a fun way to kick off uh, Texas high school football season. You know, and there's, and I want to jump on a, another game of the Metroplex uh, tomorrow afternoon over at the Star. Uh, it's it's Denton Ryan and Longview in the Jerry Jones Classic, and that really kind of intrigues me as well. Yeah, it's a huge game for for a number of reasons. First and foremost, obviously, these are two state ranked powerhouses. Denton Ryan, the defending five A Division one state champs, Longview starting the year number five in Dave Campbell's Texas football, and the, beyond that, if you drill down even further you notice that these two teams are both in region region two a 5a division one and so this is an early pecking order game when you're talking about this now now denton ryan does lose some key components from last year jatavian sanders is off to texas billy bowman i believe is off to oklahoma uh you know they've, they've moved around a little bit those guys are gone plus they lost a transfer in their big defensive tackle there alexander who transferred over to fort Worth Brewer. but the, the the cupboard is far from far from empty for dave hennigan's squad they're going to be really solid Longview is really interesting. I think they have one of the best wide receivers in the state in Jalen Hale. They've got an outstanding sophomore running back in Taylor Tatum. The question for them is going to be quarterback, where they've got a couple of options, but they haven't really settled on one guy yet. And on the defensive side, where John King is going to have to reload a lot of that defense. And so this is an early measuring stick game, not only uh, for these two teams, but also to give an early kind of shakeout of what 5A Division I Region II may in fact look like. Greg, over on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas, we're going to have Temple and Austin Westlake. And, and, uh, and again, Westlake just absolutely loaded. Yeah, they absolutely are. And, and, and uh, of course, the defending uh, 6A Division One state champs start the year number one in our rankings. And for good reason, they've got the Clemson committed quarterback in Kay Klubnick, one of the best wide receivers uh, in, in the Austin area, at least in Jaden Greathouse. And the underrated thing about them is their offensive line might be one of the very best in the state. Uh, that is something certainly to keep an eye on early in the, in the season is just how good this offensive line is. You know, the defense has some retooling to do, but they do still have – 
their their star defensive coordinator Tony Salazar coordinating it. They do lose nine starters from last year's really outstanding defense. How do they reload there? But I'm interested in the Temple team. You know, Scott Stewart's squad have always started fast, and that's one thing I think is going to be interesting. You know, we know they've got a couple of play, playmakers I like, like Mikel Harrison Pilot, uh, like Samari Howard. Uh, I love this linebacker, Torrey York. I think he is a potential all-state type guy. I think he's really, really impressive. And let's not underestimate the fact that they got to come to Wildcat Stadium, and that is that is a home field advantage, plain and simple. You know, Westlake has played in, in hostile atmospheres, but opening night of Texas high school football season, Wildcat Stadium is going to be rocking for the blue front white back magic. And maybe if this thing close into the fourth quarter, uh, maybe maybe you know Temple can go out there and stun the state. Let's talk about some uh, some other Central Texas games. In, in the one, I, I promise, uh, if I wasn't here in West Mesquite uh, at Mesquite Memorial, I'd be at, and that is Lorena and Franklin. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because I think this is a game that's flying under people's radar. Maybe because it's not those kind of na- those statewide brand names, but I think this game is absolutely fabulous. Franklin starts the year number one in 3A Division Two, which I think turned some heads when we revealed that. But look, they're loaded. They got a ton coming back, including Bryson Washington. All these guys back from a team that came within a whisker of playing, winning a state championship uh, a year ago. They're absolutely loaded, but they're going to have a very early test against Lorena, a team that, you know, not only are they very good, but they're also bigger than them. You know, this is a 3A Division well, two team against a 3A Division one team. And so one thing to keep an eye on is exactly how well uh, how Franklin deals with Jadon Porter. They're at the wide receiver there at, Lor- at Lorena. This, this wide receiver, he is a – He's a menace. He's a menace out there. You've got to know where he is every single time. And I think that Reed Nishner, their running back, is very talented as well. Furthermore, I think that Ray Biles feels really good about what he's got on the defensive side. If they can find some linebackers, some linebackers to step up and fill those gaps, then I think Lorena's got a great shot to make a run. And they could certainly turn some heads early if they were to take down the number one team uh, in 3A Division two. In uh, 2A Division two, the a, a team that uh, I think expects to be at AT&T Stadium mm-hmm. at the end of the year is the Mar Panthers, Kevin Hoffman's club, and they're going to open up with the Teague Lions. Yeah, you know, of course, they, they expect to be there, and, and they should. I mean, heck, they, they've been there pretty much every single year. They, they, they more or less live there at this point. Um, and, yeah, this is a team that uh, is very interesting. And there's going to be a different Mark team because simply because uh, they lose Roger L. Freeman. Roger L. Freeman was so important to what they do, uh, you know, everywhere, you know, last year's team. But, I mean, make no mistake, this, this team is not going anywhere. When you're talking about uh, Demarion Medlock, you're talking about Clyderian Campbell, Keyshawn Clayder. It seems loaded for bear. And that defense, I think, has a chance to really take a step forward. Uh, you know, even last year, their defense was very good. Uh, but they bring back 10 starters from that team, uh, from that defense. I mean, they were, they were, it's easy to forget that this is a relatively young team. And so that's the, that's the challenge for Teague in the early going. You know, Teague is a team uh, that I think is, is one of those, you know, maybe call them a bit of a sleeper, uh, a team that, that maybe if things break right, they could, uh, they could uh, really turn it around. I think they, they like what they got coming back on defense. But, uh, but this feels like Mark comes out and, and makes a statement in this one uh, for Teague. The biggest question for them is can they find a way to, to deal with the team? Team speed that Mart's going to put out there because very few teams in the state can boast that kind of track talent. Hey, Greg, talk about the the, the new app, uh, Football Friday. I, I was just uh, downloading it last night and putting some favorite teams in it, and uh, it really a, a cool app. And you can do multiple things with this app. Yeah, most certainly. You know, this is the Football Friday app uh, that used to be run by, by Fox Sports Southwest, now known as Valley Sports Southwest, is now flying under the Dave Campbell's Texas football banner. And so, uh, you know, that's the one thing that, that's always been difficult, right, is that there are 
you know, tonight there's going to be something along the lines of 600 Texas high school football games, uh, and everybody's looking for a different kind of score. Uh, and so we try to kind of put that in one place. And so we, we hope you'll download the Football Friday app. Uh, make sure you go and, and set your team so you can see how these teams uh, are doing. And, and there's live scoring for all these games because it's user-generated. If you're somewhere, if you're at the game and, and Mart scores a touchdown, you can plug it in and let people know, hey, Mart's up seven and nothing. And so uh, that's that's really cool. And so the Football Friday app is available on the Android in the in the Google Store as well as the Apple uh, iTunes Store. And uh, we're, we're really proud of it. We're working out a couple of kinks. Uh, it's one of those things that when you work out these kinks, you never know how things are going to work until hundreds of thousands of people log on to it at the exact same time last <laughs> last night. But uh, I think we've got things settled pretty well, and we're excited to see uh, where this app can go because uh, we know Texas high school football fans uh, crave those scores on Friday night. Hey, Greg, enjoy the games tonight. Look forward to watching the, the show tonight. And, uh, man, we are off and running week one, and how exciting is that? Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's the most wonderful time of the year, and, and it's going to be uh, a lot of fun. And uh, I will just say one more thing, one caution to your listeners. Remember, it's week one, guys. There's going to be some weird results. Don't overreact to everything. It's just one week. But it certainly is good to have Texas high school football back. Greg, as always, it's a pleasure. All right, take care, boys. Talk to you soon. That is uh, Greg Tepper from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. Now,